Hello, sports fans. It's your boy, Sports Dude 56, and we're back at it again with another sports podcast. Okay, let's get into the. Let's get into it. I'm not gonna say anything. What's gonna go on is is gonna be a mystery. I I will go over the finals, but now, right now, I'm gonna go over something that I have not went over for a while. I think a lot of people want me to do this. So, my. NBA awards for tw- for the season of 2020 to 2021. Let's get into it. So, rookie of the year, rookie of the year, definitely Lamelo Ball. I um, I had a lot of uh, doubts about him this season. I thought he wasn't gonna be a good cheater. I thought he was gonna be a role player like Lonzo, but he proved me wrong. He proved me wrong. I thought he wasn't gonna have a good jump shot. He still doesn't have a great jump shot, but he's getting better. He's shooting 29% from the field. He's shooting 29% from every four and a half shots. That's still not that good, but it's an improvement for what for for when he played in Australia. So I I I was definitely wrong about that. And he's just he's been. A matchup nightmare for the past season. I think he's been a very he blossomed in um, Charlotte. I think he has a great supporting cast around him. He has a great coach. His coach Mario. His coach. He he's a good coach. He's like we all noticed that the coach that Lavar Lavar Ball is not like hovering around is making Lamelo better because. Like, he's not getting babied anymore. He's like, he put him in his place, I would say. Because, I would, because, yeah, he put him in his place. Because he's he's always got babied for his entire life. Like, for example, his dad made a freaking league built around him to dominate. Like, that's... That's babying to me. That's babying to me. So, because he made a league for Lamelo to dominate, and Borrego, James Borrego, he he put him in his place. He he sat him for the first fifteen games of the season, just from the blossom, and he did. He's averaging twenty a game. He's he has exceeded my expectations fully, and. Let's see, sky's the limit for this kid. Okay, I'm going through like the less important awards first. Um, defensive player of the year. Um, this is a hard one. I want to say Rudy Gobert. I think it is Rudy Gobert. I'm I'm not copying it off the awards, the the actual awards. But I do think it is Rudy Gobert. Just hear me out. Because he is a great defender. Like, watch his highlights. He is the best defender in the NBA next to Draymond Green. He's a he's a very good defender. He's a matchup nightmare for centers. And he, he won it three times in a row. Which is, like, he's among one of the, like, the top three players to win it three times in a row. And... That's pretty. That's pretty cool, I would say. And I think, I think Rudy Gobert 
he's probably gonna win it a fourth time because he's probably the fan favorite and he's just a really good defender. In my eyes, in my eyes. Okay. Sixth man of the year. Okay. Sixth man is it's a little hard. Um Jordan Clarkson was the sixth man of the year in this season. So hmm. The sixth man of the year was Jordan Clarkson this year. So hmm. Daddy's young might have hmm. Uh, maybe Thaddeus Young. I really want. I, I think it's Jordan Clarkson again. Like, I'm not trying to repeat everything in the award ceremony they had in the NBA, but Jordan Clarkson. I think he's deserving of that award, frankly, because he's on the Utah Jazz, who have three weapons: Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell. And he's putting up 20 points per game. I think that's, that's pretty good, I would say. Like, for a six-man. Six-men are usually supposed to, like, go in and maybe average 10, 10.5 points per game. He's averaging 17.5 points, 3.1 rebounds, and 1.5 assists per game via this season. I think that's six-man of the year worthy. So... Correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan Clarkson is, he's one, he's the best six man in this season. Okay, so, hmm, most improved player. Um, most improved player. I want to say, ah, most improved player. This is very hard. I'm, I'm actually, this is very hard. Um, uh, hmm. Hmm. It's between me, it's between Jeremy Grant Julius Randle and Nikola Jokic. I really the obvious answer is definitely Julius Randle. But they've all improved so much. Like Nikola Jokic, she got MVP. Jeremy Grant, he went from a role player to a I think Jeremy Grant might be out of it, the conversation. But Julius Randle went from a like a t- 10 point per game score role player on the Knicks to their best player. Uh, I don't know. I I want to say it's a tie. I'm going to say it's a tie between Julius Randle and Nikola Jokic. Because I can't choose. Nikola Jokic, great player. Really, he, he blossomed this season. I, I think it's a tie between Julius Randle and Nikola Jokic. Say, Tell, you can tell me who who won it. Julius Randle won it in real life, but Nicole Jokic should have 
been like in the conversation. So, yep, that's I'm I'm tying it between Julius Randle and Nikola Jokic. And now I did Defensive Player of the Year. I did Six Man. I did Rookie of the Year. I did Most Improved Player. So I think I think we have to go to the big one. And the actually no Coach of the Year. Oh my goodness, I totally forgot about Coach of the Year. Um, hmm. It was a shame that James Borrego wasn't even in the conversation for Coach of the Year. But I think it's pretty obvious who it is. It's definitely Tom Thibodeau. I'm not even like... I didn't even need to do the... I didn't need to do the information for that. He made a mediocre, maybe even worse Knicks team into the fourth seed in the fifth fourth fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. That's miracle work. Yeah. Um he is a miracle worker. Like I cannot lie. I saw it Tom Thibodeau was gonna have another mediocre team with another mediocre season. I was dead wrong. Yo, the Knicks the Knicks, I need to shout out to the Knicks because they have blossomed. All of them. Derrick Rose, Julius Randle, um, all of them. Um, Emmanuel Quickly, I forgot about him. Sorry, sorry, I forgot about Emmanuel Quickly. Um, like, everybody. I'm. They've all blossomed into really, really good players, good role players. And, um, yeah, Tom Thibodeau is... Like, I can't even say anything. Tom Thibodeau is one of the best coaches. He's the best improved coach. The most improved coach in the in the NBA thus far. So, yep. Tom Thibodeau for Coach of the Year. And so, that big one. MVP. MVP. Um. Um. I want to say stuff. I do want to say stuff. But it's Steph. It's either Steph Jokic, Joel Embiid, Giannis, Luka. I don't think it's Luka. I don't think it's Giannis. For a regular season, I don't think it's Giannis and Luka, even though they're great. Um, I want to say Nicole Jokic. Because he was in real life, and he'd be one. Of, he'd be the second, the first second round pick to the first true second round pick to ever win an MVP. But Steph Curry did have the best season of his career, even though he has two consecutive. He had two consecutive MVPs. So did Giannis. Joel Embiid, I don't think, should win MVP, even though he had the best season of his career. I think. Jokic, Jokic is the best passing big man ever. Ever. You cannot argue with me. Ever. The best passing center. And he is a beast on offense. He can shoot the three a little bit. And he's an all-around player. So that's why Nikola Jokic will be my MVP. And the first true second-round pick to ever win an MVP. So, yes, those are my NBA awards. And I don't think I forgot anything. I don't think I forgot anything else. I got everything. 
And now we're going to switch it to NFL. Yes, we are going to switch it to NFL for once. Okay. Hmm. You get do you think what we're guess what we're gonna talk about? Again, Deshaun Watson, this Deshaun just Deshaun Watson situation and the Aaron Rodgers situation. Um Deshaun I'll go Deshaun Watson first. So I've been re- we haven't really heard a lot from Anna in the past couple of months because he's had a lot of um, trouble with the government, a lot of trouble with the law in the NFL, but he is back. And we all know he wants to leave the Texans. We all know that the Texans messed up his team. And possible trade destinations. Possible trade destinations for Deshaun Watson. I think I already made a podcast about this, but we're doing it again. So possible trade destinations. Maybe, maybe the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins might be the only team that want to take the sh- that wants to take Deshaun Watson, or, or, or. I think. Actually, we have to talk about Julio Jones as well. I forgot about that. I'll do Julio Jones first. Actually, Deshaun Watson, you will come after. I have to do Julio Jones first. I forgot to say, Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan. He has been for the past month. And I totally forgot about that. That is my fault. I totally forgot about it. Um, Yes, Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan paired up with Derrick Henry. That's scary. That's scary. I, um, that's, uh, I'm now a Tennessee fan. Uh, that's, that's scary. I, what is this team going to do? They have Ryan Tannehill. They have Derrick Henry, King Henry, and Julio Jones. Well, Julio Jones is a catching machine. Derrick Henry is a literal truck. And Ryan Tannehill throws darts. I don't know what's going to happen. But let me just tell you that it will be lit. It will be fire. Because I they're legit contenders. And I think they released Clowney, but if they if they re-sign Clowney, I don't think they will. But if they do, this is this is a this is a contender for sure, perennial contender in the NFL for sure. And hmm, I think that's it. I'm not really I'm not really into Tennessee nor Julio Jones, but they've been pretty quiet. So okay, Deshaun Watson back, be back. And so, the Sean Watson destinations, I frankly do not know. I'm very lost, because he's been on and off for the past five to six months, and we've all been, like, waiting for his next move. I don't know what he's going to do, frankly. Um, just, he might go to Miami. I don't know. If you want me to do a video again about his trade destinations, let me know. And... I'm going to move to Aaron Rodgers because that is a more intriguing topic because I have not talked about him yet. He's, he told Matt LaFleur that he that he needed more weapons and they thought it was a trade request. So they were they were opening. They were open to trading Aaron Rodgers. Actually, they weren't open to trading Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, they weren't they weren't open to trading Aaron Rodgers. But 
Aaron Rodgers' um, really good friend, Kyle Shanahan, who happens to be the coach of the San Francisco 49ers, reached out to the Packers saying, hey, if you want if you want an offer, if I will, I'll give you an offer for Aaron Rodgers. I will gladly take him. And then the, the Packers pretty much said, thanks, but no thanks. So I get that. I don't think if you guys want to trade Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you guys will. But if you do want to trade him at one point, I think, I think you guys should, you guys should trade with the San Francisco 49ers because you get a lot of defense and a little bit of offense. You'd get, you might get like, hmm, you might get Kevin Coleman or maybe even Richard Sherman because he's having legal issues. Maybe you might get him because the 49ers don't want his legal issues on their resume. They might get that, but if anything, I think Rodgers is staying, even though they already drafted his replacement, which I think they shouldn't have. There were a lot of good other um, players on the board, but I'm not the GM, so they have to. They do what they they do what they want to do, I guess. So that's pretty much it. I'm going to do another podcast today for sure, and yep, yeah, peace.